I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. Let me try to. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show where each and every week, except for last one, we come together, two good friends. We talk about a Fast and the Furious movie, but only five minutes of it. Uh, this week we are on, oh no, I don't have the episode in front, episode six <laughs> of season three, which is minute 25 to 30 of the movie The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. My name is Stone. I am one of two co-hosts, and the other one, well, his name's Guard. Howdy. Howdy, howdy indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it's me guard. it's you guard um hello audience there wasn't an episode last week oops sorry oops a daisy oops a daisy um uh, but something exciting to look forward to after that little oops a daisy is that um stone and guard are hitting the road once again we're mm. going to a place where we will both be and i'm sure we'll talk about it next week so look forward to that <laughs> We've probably already been to this place by the time you're hearing this. No, you're hearing this before we go. That's true. Well, we're recording this before we go. Um, they'll hear it after we go, but then mm-hmm. in the next episode, they'll hear about the trip we haven't yet gone on. Make right. sense? <laughs> right, right, right. Simple enough? <laughs> yeah. Clear clear as mud. Clear as mud. Say. Well, um, with that oopsie out of the way is guard. How are mm-hmm. you um, on this lovely day? Um, I'm doing quite well. No complaints for me. Hell yeah, I love to hear it. And do you have anything, before we get into this five minutes of The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, do you have anything uh, off the top? Well, Stone, I certainly have an advertisement. Certainly. Not quite as good as last week's, but still uh, quite <laughs> good in my opinion. Well, we didn't have one last week, Guard. You got to remember that. Last episodes. Okay. <laughs> this week is brought to you by Bones. And enjoy moving around? Want to try something really wild at a fancy restaurant? Try Bones. <laughs> try Bones. Um, and if you're a kid that went to school in the early 2000s, drink milk or else your bones will turn to dust, is what I learned. <laughs> yes, but have since learned that <laughs> drink whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, drink whatever you want. You don't have to mainline milk. To make sure your bones aren't weak as paper. A a whole string of celebrities kind of lied about that one, huh? Yeah, dude. It's crazy how uh, big milk really got Mm -hmm. to a bunch of children. (laughs) Really strange. uh, Yeah, really strange campaign. But uh, I I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, bones. Try them out. Eat them. Have them. Guard, what's your favorite bone? In my body or to consume? You know, any. <laughs> um, boy, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that one before you this. You hadn't to thought be about that, huh? Um, I would say the bone in my thumb because it distinguishes me from uh, animal. Hell yeah, yeah. It, you can you can uh, show it off in the face of a bunch of dumb idiot um, uh, other animals that don't have them. That's right. Go to the zoo and show my opposable thumbs to rile <laughs> just up. Wig- just wiggle things. your thumbs at animals to piss them off. Yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> Sounds like an exciting trip to the zoo. What's your favorite bone stone? Um, I think probably my femur. Um, mm-hmm. We've been through a lot, and hopefully we have plenty of time left together. Uh, now you and your femur together have been strong through, and not You've breaking. been through more than you and your other bones have? Well, it's it's a big one. It's a big bone, and it mm-hmm. holds a lot of my weight often. Um, so you know, which it's just, a, it's just uh, left. Wow, controversial. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, great. Um, anyway, that's all I have. That's all you have, Wild Guard. Um, we weren't gonna talk about F one. Uh, because we didn't have a race, but then we didn't record, so now we get to. We were going to have yeah. one podcast without F123, but we just skipped over that one, so now we get uh, another one with an episode of F123. And I'm pumped. Gar, did you make a bet? I didn't remind you. No, I did not. <laughs> okay, great. Well, um, thing number one, Guard, because you didn't uh, put in a bet, and this is your time... On F one two three, you have to come up with something for the first thing. Okay, great. I'll steal your second thing then. <laughs> DJ Khaled was there. DJ Khaled was there. That's a great thing to bring up. Gar. Was that it one wasn't, of your two or three? It wasn't, but um, damn. I did post it. He did say a really funny thing where he said F one fun family good energy superstars icons, and it, I laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Stone, one of our listeners uh, saw your tweet and gave me some feedback that they don't care for DJ Khaled. What do you have to say? I don't either. I actually hate him. uh, Jordan Martin said this. Well, good. And I agree with him because DJ Khaled's kind of a piece of shit. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, you have to go out of your way when you're a mega celebrity to not be a piece of shit. But uh, he's definitely in the piece of shit category. But he likes F1, so you're a fan of him now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That means I, I really get along with this guy. Dude, DJ Khaled said, <laughs> said he wouldn't um, reciprocate oral sex on a female. <laughs> oh, and I'm just not a... How did I, mean, I know you're going to bring that Come up? on, dude. E- equality between men and women is all I'm here for, you know? DJ Khaled's certainly not a feminist. Certainly not, which makes him a bit of a piece of shit. <laughs> you can either Not be that. one or the you can either be one or the other, and he chose. There, there you have it, Jordan Stone. Also hates DJ Khaled, but uh, likes him because of F one. So you can see how much F one has tainted Stone's worldview. <laughs> I don't like him because of F one. I think he's a piece of shit, but he said a funny thing live on TV because um, this was the Miami Grand Prix, so I got to watch it at a reasonable time, which is awesome. It was in the U.S. Um, but but your my boy Martin Brundle, mm-hmm. Martin Brundle, he raced in F one, but now he's a part of the F one commentator team, and he does. Oh, something. Are you gonna, is this the big jackass? Oh yeah, dude, he's the best. He's so funny, and he goes and he does a thing called a grid walk. So about I don't know ten minutes before race time, the cars are on the grid, the teams are on the grid, like waiting to go. And um, so are uh, just a bunch of people, celebrities, athletes, just random people. And he just wanders around and basically does a stand-up comedy routine talking to celebrities. And it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and to be clear, this gentleman, uh, he's like a former F1 racer, correct? 
Yeah, yeah. He's like one of the commentators that like talks you through the race. He's usually the one that's like down uh, in the pit lane to give pit lane insight and he's on the grid to give insight. But uh, he's a part of the commentator team for F1 Evets. And you would think as an interviewer, he would know the names of the people he was interviewing. Is that fair to say? <laughs> um, Guard, I know what you're getting at. And uh, you would think so. But um, when he does the grid walk, it's just flooded with whoever is enough of a celebrity to get on the grid. And he's but just he does, looking for he does people have to talk to. He does have a phone, though, correct? Uh, yeah, but I don't think he's going to Google people live during a grid walk. <laughs> and just to be clear, there are people like running a huge production because F1's a huge event on television, and he could ask them in his earpiece at any time so who people are. So what you're getting at is he thought he was talking to um, a basketball player A, but he was talking to some other basketball player. <laughs> also wrong, Stone. No. Oh. Yes. I'm. Th- this is guards F one two three. Turns Dude, out you're taking it over. He thought he was talking to famed football superstar Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and was actually talking to also famous but less so basketball player for Duke University, Paolo Bancaro. See, yeah, that was a thing that happened, and I laughed really hard because you were just like, like seven him, inches apart in height. No idea who either of those people are. So. Um. <laughs> Right, but you're not, like, your whole job isn't to go interview people and know who they are. Yeah, but he found, he found the, the Williams sisters, he found, uh, David Beckham, he found, uh, Mario Andretti. Listen, I know this guy's, like, a big-time F1 legend, from what I've gathered. He's an idiot. You can't win everyone. Um, he's not an idiot. He, he mistaked, uh, two tall athletes for different athletes. No, again, no, he did not. He mistook fairly short for his sport, Patrick Mahomes, for incredibly tall Paolo Bancaro. See, you're saying names, and you could have just changed those on me, and I would have had no clue. (laughs) Right, Stone, but again, your whole job is to not know who people are. Yeah, but this guard, you gotta you gotta think this is like a this is like a a four-minute segment that goes ahead of the race that people care about. It's just a filler. Um, but the best part is, is he is a bit of a goober. He's a bit of an idiot. So he's Clearly. just this l- British dude just running around trying to talk to celebrities. And it's so, what a great way to start a race by just seeing him have an awkward conversation with like Pharrell Williams and DJ Khaled and David Beckham. It's awesome. Have it's the FR guys of- considered getting someone that knows who celebrities are to do this? Well, again, to be fair, this is and this is a point to it being a U.S. race. Uh, usually, it's not like this. Usually, that he talks to a driver, a coach, maybe the odd celebrity that is there. But when <laughs> it's a U.S. race, everyone shows up, and it's just a madhouse. This is the same guy that last time he did a grid walk in the U.S. had the beautiful interaction with Megan the Stallion. Uh, where he got told off by her security, and it was the funniest thing. Oh, nice. Did he know it's, who she was? He did. He asked her if she was going to do an F1 rap later in the most British thing oh, he could ever wow. say. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. It's re- it's a really fun time. It's really uncomfortable and awkward, and it's a great way to get into the mood for some race car driving, you know? Well, my man was getting absolutely roasted on Twitter today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, this is every race, dude. That's why 
I watched one grid walk and I'm like, I have to get up and watch this every time now because this is fucking TV gold. Absolute gold. The um, Twitter comments were also gold. Very similar yeah. to the conversation we're having right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's a real fun time. And th- that's before the race even starts, guard. Anyways, that's your one thing. Thank you for bringing that up. That was fun. That was two of my things. That was two of your things. Well, guard, um, I'll give you a fun fact. Guard's F1, too. I'll give you a... Stone <laughs> on the side. <laughs> and and I'm also here. Yeah. Um, fun fact. Um, this isn't the fun fact, but we were in Miami... <laughs> Who's the we? Fu- oh, uh, the F1, race. The royal we of F1 was in Miami. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I wasn't there. <laughs> we, and me and Garda were not in Miami. <laughs> Much to my chagrin. Uh, F1 is getting popular in the U.S. This was the second race on the calendar for the year in the U.S. Next year, there's going to be a third. F1 is going all in on America to try to take all of our money. How do and, the Europeans uh, care for that? Um, I don't think they love it, but also every, we get three of 23 races. I think that's fair. I don't know, man. Seems like a great way to get everyone all riled up. Looking forward um, to that. Yeah. I'm going to hop they, on Twitter. I'm going to make a couple of Twitter burner accounts and just really rile <laughs> everyone up about F1. They don't, they don't love, a bunch of Brits complain. They're like, it's so late when we're watching this race without uh, thinking that I wake up at 6 a.m. most weekends. Mm-hmm. How dare they not think <laughs> So it's it's fine. It's fair. They'll live. Those scumbags. I can't Those believe fucking that. absolute scumbags. Um, and this F1 guy that did the interview is also from Britain, you're telling me? I believe Martin. His name is Martin Brundle. Put some respect on his name. And I think he is also a Brit. Because Sounds he's a commentator like the Brits for... have been taking quite a few L's the last few days. Well... It's a it, it, they're broadcast through Sky Sports. Um, ESPN just uses Sky Sports uh, broadcast, which is out of England. So I'd imagine he is uh, also a Brit. Well, listen, I don't need to remember Martin's name going forward because he can't remember uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Paolo Bancaro's name. So <laughs> thanks for the commentary, Craig. <laughs> yeah, who couldn't forget Paolo Bancaro's name? He's a very famous basketball player. I bet he is, guard. I bet he is. Who does he play for? He did play for Duke. He is going to be drafted for, by someone soon. He's not even in the NBA? <laughs> no. Why would he know his name then? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude's a student. Paolo He's going Bancaro, to college. Uh, I, I was about to make a statement I don't know the facts of, but he's, no, extreme, he's very famous. Okay. Well, I don't, I just, I've never heard of him. <laughs> How famous can he be? That's beside the point anyway. The dude has <laughs> a whole team of people that could that he could say, who is this? And in his ear, they could say, not Patrick Mahomes, idiot. That's so much less fun. It's so much more fun to just watch him frantically looking for a celebrity. That's, That's where you fine. get the entertainment I'm all, on, I'm all on board for him continuing to make a fool of himself. I'm just oh, saying great. he's going to be made fun of and called an idiot if he continues doing that. Oh, dude, it continues to be... He's been doing this since the 90s, man. <laughs> it's just now happening on U.S. soil. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, if you're willing to take the chance, more power to you, but no matter how legendary you are in F1, you're going to look foolish if you mix people up like that. Oh, no, absolutely, but I think he's past caring. 
He's one of those old guys who just doesn't give a fuck. Is this a former racer? This is a former racer. Was he good? Um, I think he was okay, but I think he's been like on the commentating team for like decades now. Oh, he's legendary for his commentary skills. He's like um, uh, uh, he's like uh, an old Tim Tebow. Did he play? <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow. But what do we care about what now? A he's roast, a good commentator. <laughs> I mean, oh, am I wrong? I mean, <laughs> he was good know. for a minute, but then he jumped, the, he jumped on the jumped on the mic. Was a good commentator ever either? But I understand what you're. You I understand get, your you, metaphor. Um. I'm I'm looking up. He was in F1 for five five seasons. The best he got was a uh, sixth uh, in the well, championship. Wow, he sounds terrible. All I know on um, Twitter is a lot of basketball heads were uh, sounding off against a lot of F1 heads, and it was pretty entertaining. And we have a, a perfect little microcosm of that happening right now. We do. Um... Uh, uh, thing number three, a thing about the race card. <laughs> I what if if anyone's curious, I was going to say Paolo Bancaro is already more famous than that guy, but I don't know how famous he is at all. I think Martin Brun Martin Brundle's pretty famous in the F one circles, and I know F one's large because he's the worldwide. commentator for Sky News. That's why I he's, hesitated to say my statement. I will say though, the, Stone Patrick yeah. Mahomes is. For sure, more famous than that guy. Um, he's a football player. Oh my god! Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guard. I like I like baseball, and I barely know any baseball players. Stone, so. you play fantasy football every year. Every year, and every year, I know the same dozen players, and everyone else is a mystery. <laughs> How'd you do in your fantasy league this year? Um, I didn't get last. I made it into the winner's bracket, but I think I was like the last person to make it into the winner's bracket. That has got to be tough. Okay. That has got to okay. be tough for the people that didn't oh, make the winner's bracket. And the best really. part is, is I talk the most shit because I might not be good at fantasy football guard, but I'm number one in my league for shit talking. Sure. And, and they hate it. It's, it's so I funny. would imagine so, yeah. Nothing, nothing like talking shit to someone in fantasy who like really cares about it when like I just pick a player with numbers next to it, their name <laughs> and never uh, watch football. You're the they worst. They hate it. It's so funny. I am the worst, but um, if, I can't, if I can't win a fantasy championship, I at least got to be the best shit talker, you know? <laughs> you, you know how fantasy works. Oh, sure. No doubt. Anyways, thing number three, Max Verstappen won. Um, oh, I forgot we were in F1, two, He's He's in second place in the championship now, but he has won every single race that he finished. Uh, so wow. if, if as long as his car doesn't break, it seems like he has a good chance to win the championship for a second time. Uh, but he's not he's not leading yet, so that's going to lead to some good races in the future. And that's F1, two, three. Uh, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> thanks for stopping by. Um, guard hates Martin Brundle. Put some respect on basketball players' names. That's right. Um, and it was an okay race. He's a Duke player too, so that He's added a, Duke a whole player. other layer of hate from certain people. Yeah, yeah. Duke Duke fans are alike. Duke a lot is what I've learned. <laughs> That, yes, that is the case. And people who don't like Duke really don't like Duke. Polarizing. Mm-hmm, no doubt. 
no doubt. Will Guard. Yes, no. <laughs> After that long rambling F one two three, that was barely about Formula One. Mm-hmm. Would you like to tell me how this five minutes of this movie that we're this podcast is about? <laughs> yeah. How it started or how the, it ended? Should we save the five minutes for next week? Do you think anyone's still here? <laughs> well, they're they're around, maybe. There's, there's dozens of them, guard dozens. Should we put a code word at minute twenty three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the code word is "thanks for making it this far." <laughs> Tweet at us for a a DM back at you. I don't know. Oh, Tweet anyways. at us what you think of Martin Brundle. Um. Anyways, guard. Yes. <laughs> uh, how did this five minutes begin, or how did it end? Hey, geez, Stone. Thanks for asking. And you get a pick this time. It's all this, up to you. This five minutes began with uh, Twinkie <laughs> <laughs> saying that the funny. villain of this movie was in the Yakuza. Yeah, pointed out multiple times to make sure that we got that point. Um, and it wild. and it ended with a bit of a drift battle. <laughs> Yeah, a uh, well battle. Ba- battle so battles giving it a lot of credit. <laughs> a drift. It ends with competition. <laughs> some drifting happening. Yeah. What one single drift to be specific? <laughs> yeah. Um. So where we left off, uh, Sean, yes. was trying to talk to the cutie, mm-hmm. cutie from class. That's right. Then, uh, Japanese bad boy. Her name is <laughs> I don't know, man. That's crazy. Do you remember? Man. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> what is it? I can't believe you don't. I'm kind of sick. Of <laughs> the silence and typing leads me to believe that you also <laughs> forgot. Uh man, I typed in too fast, too furious again. I wouldn't have you even. You gotta got get it. it out of your mind, man. I know. It's just it's lurking. It's sitting on my mind. Uh, Neela. Neela. So he was talking to Neela, the cutie from class, and mm-hmm. the bad boy, the bad Japanese boy came Whose over. His name is? His name is, do we know his name? <laughs> Have we been told his name? I'm not sure. Um, um, he's, li- he's like, well, hey, actually, yes. I, yes. Later in this five minutes, we are told his name. We, we learn what he goes by. I can't imagine it's his. It's, his, it's uh, what he's listed name. as in the cast. There's no other okay. character name. So Okay. Um, I mean, which is insane. Don't get me wrong, but but yeah, I think that's his character's name. Is DK? It's DK, but uh, we'll talk about what that's for later. <laughs> um, uh, he says, "Hey, man, walk away. Don't come back. Whatever." Twinkie's like, "This dude's in the fucking yakuza. Let's get out of here." For um, the uninitiated, the yakuza, to my knowledge, is a terrifying Japanese gang. Yeah, and and Twinkie even says that uh, after Sean turns around and runs his mouth a little bit more. He's like, the Yakuza, man, like the Mafia. And that's kind of yeah. what I know the Yakuza as. They are the, the, the notorious uh, Mafia-esque gang that roams Japan. And in the, I don't know, at some point in time, we're very scary. Still probably are. Mm-hmm. By the way, Stone, um, what what year did this movie come out? Two thousand six. Wow, that's incredible. Why? Would, would you like to take a guess at DK's current age? Current as of right now. In the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um. This came out in two thousand six. Um. 
36. Good guess. 66. No, dude. Yeah. Wait, so how old is... Do, do the math for me. I he, So he was born in... Did Google give me the wrong thing? Pause. Let me make sure I have the right... Nope. Uh, lie. Don't. Don't lie. Don't. Never mind. None of that happened. You led me astray? You played a joke on me? Brian T. played this gentleman, and he is currently 45. Okay. Okay, that's better. <laughs> Not nearly as bad. So, 19... What, what year did the movie come out? 2006. 2006 minus 1977 equals 29. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. He looks like a 29-year-old in this. I don't think he's supposed to be, but yeah. I mean, it seems like uh, an appropriate age for a weirdo who's still dating high schoolers. I mean, it certainly makes him a weirdo, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it adds to the weird factor. Um, But uh, Sean is an idiot. He gets told... Back off. These guys are in, in, in a mob-esque uh, group. And in he the says, Yakuza. In the fucking Yakuza. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn around and start talking more shit. He yeah. says, I thought this was a free country, which is such an American thing to say in another country. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Um, but what I do mean, you know true. about Japan, dude? You've lived here for two fucking days. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's right, though. I mean, well... I, I guess it depends on what he means. They do have an emperor. He just didn't... That's what he says uh, in the States, and he just couldn't think of anything better to say. It does seem that way, yeah. It seems like um, he says that pretty often, and so he tossed that one out. Uh, he, he says he looks... He says that DK looks like... When he asks, do you know who I am, he says he looks like the Justin Timberlake of Japan, which... Does he look like Justin Timberlake? I mean, he has a, a bit of swoopy hair, but I have looks no nothing idea. like him. Yeah, I have no clue what he meant by that comment. Also, that's kind of a compliment. If anyone says, like, dude, you look like the Justin Timberlake of Carson City, Nevada, I'd say, thanks, dude. Yeah. You're I, saying I have I'm no clue a multi-talented was... person who also happens to be beyond handsome? Thanks. <laughs> Dude, I, I, yeah, I, I struggled over what he was meaning from that one, and I still am not really sure. I think it was like a situation where he was um, calling him, like, maybe girly looking is all I can think of. Like, oh, you're in a boy band? I don't know. Yeah, because this was when JT was in the boy band still, and... Uh, 2006? So, I think, I think he's been, he was doing solo was he stuff solo? In I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he meant by that comment. Because later he, like, calls him, he says, like, thanks, Timberlake, or thanks, Justin, or something, like, as an insult. But, yeah, to your point, Justin Timberlake is, like, a very impressive guy. So I, I don't know what he meant by that at all. Um, yeah, he just called him handsome and talented. So I don't, I don't know what he was trying to get at there. Um, dude, in 2006, Justin Timberlake was putting out Sexy Back. Yeah, that couldn't have been more of a compliment then. <laughs> Dude, he put in two thousand six, Justin Timberlake put out "Sexy Back" and "Dick in a Box." It might have been one of his best years. <laughs> this, I think, I think two thousand six was the turning point of JT. What an I'm solo. I'm funny. I'm putting out bangers. Hmm. Yeah, guard, fuck off. Who do you think you are, Harry Styles? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, that one that one show remained a mystery for quite some time, it seems like. Yeah, Sean comes at him with, I thought this was a free country, and you look like a international superstar who's very handsome. So the girlfriend is like, yeah, walk away. This isn't your scene, dude. You're going to get killed. Like, I know we went to high school a class together, but, like, you're dealing with some fuckers that'll murder you. Right. And also, by the way, the girl seems pretty into this guy. She seems into him. But also, she seems like, hey, dude, like, back off. You don't know what you're getting into. You've been here for, like, 48 hours. Maybe don't pick fights with people you don't know. Yeah, and then Twinkie to the rescue, he says to the to DK, hey, sorry, man, sorry about him. The monkey didn't have his banana today. What's <laughs> what? up? What? <laughs> okay. What an interesting way to say my friend's an idiot. The monkey didn't have his banana today. Um, <laughs> Sure. Sure, man. I... I I guess I guess that gets his point across in the most confusing, unintelligible way possible. But I mean, I get what he's saying. My friend's an idiot. Mm-hmm. He, he could have said, my dumb "Sorry, man. He, my friend's new here, and he's a bit of an idiot. Mm-hmm. Maybe just say that instead of making a weird monkey joke." <laughs> I guess he got the point across. <laughs> yeah. Um. He then starts talking more shit and says, let's race. Sean says, let's race. Sean the, wants to. Keep in mind, Sean, Sean doesn't says, have a vehicle. let's here. race. The dork without a car who just got in trouble for wrecking a car. Who came who here got, in the Hulkmobile of his friend. Who got sent to a different country with the very few rules of you go to school and you do not touch a car. Says, hey, man, let's fucking race. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. hate Sean, dude. I fucking hate Sean. Sean's the worst, no he doubt. Sucks, dude. He's like, of course, DK came over and kind of got in his face, but like, he doesn't know when to shut the fuck up and turn around. He doesn't know when to maybe I don't know not challenge someone to a street race when your They're last street Yakuza. race got you sent across the globe. Wild, yeah, dude. and by the this way, kid's he, dumb. he wasn't good in the in the race he did. It like he didn't beat the other guy's ass. No, he. Yeah, he's, he's he destroyed he's, a house. Yeah, he's not some living legend like a uh, a Brian O'Connor. He's well, I have, just an, I have thoughts on that later. By the way, but <laughs> he's just an idiot high schooler that doesn't know when to shut up. That's and he's true. very unlikable as a character. Yeah, so he doesn't have a car. The guy says, you don't have a car, idiot. And yeah, Han, loser. Uh, the the dude off that loves eating whatever snack dude, he's loves, consuming. He's a big snacker. Big Huge snacker. Snack guy, yeah. If, you, if, we, if there's one thing that you learn from Han from these movies, big snack guy. He says, oh, well, just use mine, dog. No problem. Dude, dude, hey, man, take my car. Throws him the keys. Awesome. What I... Everything Han has done has make me really like him in this movie. Uh, Calls and... his friend out for being a bit of a pedo, and <laughs> then when when this weird white kid that shows up with his even weirder black kid to your underground Japanese car garage hangout says, "Let's race," you go, 
sure, let's see what this is about. Just throw him your keys. Not a fucking care in the world. When asked why, he said, oh, I want to see what he's got. And be, he's the only... His his uh, blind confidence in uh, Sean here is the only thing keeping this movie going, mm-hmm. which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, we find out that Han's car is entitled the Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Twinkie... He goes, do you know about the Mona Lisa? This car is like the Mona Lisa of drifting. By the way, Twinkie Twinkie doesn't actually say that. Twinkie says, what's that picture with the lady who smiles all the time? Mona Lisa, famous for not having that much of a smile. (laughs) And then Sean says, oh, you mean the Mona Lisa? And then Twinkie says, yeah, that's the name of this car. But his analogies are so all over the place. <laughs> My guy knew of Mona, the Mona Lisa, but forgot the name of the Mona Lisa. Also, why does he have to say, say things so weird? Why doesn't he just say, this thing is a purpose-built drift machine? Do not yeah. mess it up. That gets the point across without being confusing. And weird. And weird. <laughs> yeah, Twinkie's, Twinkie's kind of a, a weirdo. weird guy. <laughs> but also, Sean's a weird guy, so I think they're... A match made in heaven? Just two weirdos that are out of place in Japan? I guess, yeah. Um, guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, two cars are going to be drifting. Did you look up what these two cars were? I looked up um, the Mona Lisa, but you can uh, enlighten us as to what both of them, if you'd like. The Mona Lisa, which is Han's car that will be piloted by Sean is a 2001 Nissan Silvia S15. Mm-hmm. The car that will be driven by DK, who we also learn in a scene right before this, stands for what, Guard? Oh, the Drift King, which is... The uh, Drift King, which is fucking awesome. really sick. Really cool nickname. Dude, when people refer to you as DK stands for Drift King and you're in the Yakuza... Insane. You're you're the coolest dude that's ever lived. Yeah. But his car is a 2006 Nissan 350Z. So, Guard, we have a Nissan v. Nissan battle. Mm-hmm. And also, if you think back to... I know you don't want to, but if you think back to Please last movie and the beautiful car that Brian drives in the first 10 minutes and then we never see again... Mm-hmm was also a Nissan. Mm. It was a Nissan Skyline GTR. Mm. Um, sure. So the one, uh, the one Hans is a 2001, DK's is a 2006, Brian's, I think, was a 1999. That three tracks. different Three different Nissan two-door sports cars that all came out within a couple years of each other. You think that's Nissan's a little... paying these people? Or? No, I, but that's crazy, right? That's a lot of sports cars coming out of Nissan. Can I tell mm. you a short car story about Nissan? I thought you were, I thought you were uh, uncovering a Nissan conspiracy in uh, no. the Fast and Furious partnership. No. Well, okay. So I'm going to tell you a little fun Nissan car story. Is that okay, Oh, God? sure. Yeah, absolutely. So around this time, 90s, early 2000s, as I just explained, Nissan was putting out bangers of cars, like some of the most iconic cars of the time. And at this time, Nissan was, they had 
like six different two-door sports cars in like the span of 10 years that they were developing and putting out and they were all really, really good. And everyone that loved cars was like, this is sick, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you'd think to yourself, guard, damn, Nissan was killing it. Everyone's pretty jazzed. This is where the narrator comes in and says, they weren't. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's too bad. They had all of these awesome cars out. These cars that they were selling, they were taking a loss on. Uh, for what purpose? Because, well, the thing is with cars is like... they wanted to be sick. They wanted to make sick cars, but to make a sick car, you have to have a lot of research, a lot of development, a lot of time building and creating a sick car. They just had too many cars out, too much they were developing on. Of their like dozen cars in their lineup, like two or three were making a profit. They went several years in a row not making a profit. So then it was a bold choice that was not paying off. <laughs> and then like around choice. the mid-2000s, when Nissan started to become, I don't know, less highly regarded is when they brought in a new CEO who made a bunch of tough decisions. He's turned other companies around. He laid off a bunch of people. He cut all their cool cars from their lineup and just made profitable cars that kind of were boring. <sighs> Sounds like you made some good business choices, to be honest. Um, but it gets weirder, Guard, because... In recent years, I think in like the past five years, that guy who brought Nissan back, uh, he got outed by a bunch of other high-ups in this company that they said they found a bunch of uh, frivolous expenses uh, on company dime. Things that they do not take lightly in Japan, uh -oh. potentially facing years and years in prison. He was... Not yet in prison. He was under constant surveillance by the Japanese government. And then they lost him, guard. <laughs> they lost him? Like he died? Or he got he escaped? Uh, what they didn't know is that he thought up a bizarro scheme to hire some people to put him in a box to get him on a private plane... And flew him to Belarus, where they don't have extradition laws to Japan. So this dude that uh, killed all of these cool cars that we're talking about Weird. to make Nissan profitable, who then did some white-collar crimes, then snuck out of Japan while under government surveillance and is now living in Belarus currently. How did you find all this information out, man? Was this all online? All online, shout out to Donut Media. I talk about them a lot oh, because sure. they make great YouTube videos. They made a video about it a couple weeks ago where they made a whole 20-minute video about this whole insane story. I gave the TLDR version, but uh, go listen to it there. So just a little wow. fun car story for you, Guard. What an insane I tale. I hope you enjoyed that. that. Uh, I did. It had a lot of ups and downs, I got to be honest with you. Um, well, anyways, anyway, guard, yeah. back to this race. It's a Nissan v. Nissan. To be clear, Sean has gotten a huge warning to not mess up this car or else he'll pay dearly for it. Yeah, he's lent it to him, and this is a purpose-built drift car. It is expensive. He gets in the car, and what does he ask, <laughs> guard? Hey, man, how do you drift? Yeah, he asks how to <laughs> drift. 
the circuit they're on is uh, that he's just seen that he's about to go on is a big drift circuit. A big the whole point oh. of it is drifting. I forgot to point out, so they took an elevator to this car. That's where he learned about DK's name being Drift King. And he says, what do you mean, drifting? Yeah, he doesn't even know what drifting means. He loves cars. We can we know that. This dude gets a hard-on for anything with four wheels and an engine. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what drifting is? Like, has to ask, what's drifting? That's insane, man. That's in- fucking insane. And then... Bow, our Twinkie, has the audacity to, to tell him what how to drift. Well, he asks for a 30-second explainer, and he says, well, the quickest way is you rip the e-brake, and then you give her the gas. Moments before and, the race is set to begin, mind you. And, and Sean's just looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about, brother? And has no idea what's going on. Um, so clearly, <laughs> this isn't going to go well. Uh, no, certainly not. Uh, and boy... <laughs> Does it not? <laughs> the, so, by the way, we dropped a sick new way to start a race, first of all. Yeah, dude. This What a, what a progressive way to start a race. Um, there's a dude who comes out in a suit and tie. Sick. Looks Looking cool as hell. He says something in Japanese. I don't know what it is. Yeah, also, I don't know if there's supposed to be Japanese subtitles for this, um... But if there are, we're we're not getting them. <laughs> That's so, correct. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that doesn't play an important role later. Oops. Also, I want to point out this guy doesn't have a tie on guard. He's too cool for a tie. He has a full suit. I like to call them unbuttoned down. I like to call those city buttons. suits. Stone. He's wearing a city suit. He's smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. He's looking as cool as anyone here. Mm-hmm. Cooler. Really. Co- cooler than anyone here. Throws the cigarette on the ground. Stamps it out. Littering's cool. So is smoking. Mm. After he puts said cigarette out, points to a lady in the crowd. She says, one. Points to another lady in the crowd. Two. Uh-oh, we've got a countdown going. Points some finger guns at our contestants and says, three, go. My favorite part is, um, he does do all that. But when he points his finger guns and says, go, he is between the cars. Right. They can't see him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not even in front of him. Like, he's all the way between them. And he's staring directly into the camera. Oh, yeah. He looks us down. So he's not looking at the drivers. He's not in a place where the drivers can see him. He's standing between the cars, looking dead into the eyes of the audience, and then says go, and they take off. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So stupid. Um... The race begins, highly anticipated first drift race of Tokyo Drift. We're pumped about it, of yeah, course. Yeah, dude. We're doing drifts. We're doing drifts, and uh, Sean takes a quick lead on the first straight. He does. Uh, and funny enough, DK seems to let him get out in front. He's smiling. What What could be going on? Why is he not going so fast? Oh, it's because an abrupt right turn is coming up. Yeah, U-turn. Like, full 180, back the way we came kind of turn. And um, Brian panics. He no, no. Pull- Sean panics. Not Brian. Sean panics. He uh, he he pulls pulls an e brake. He pushes some pedals, and he slides his car directly into a pillar. Uh huh. Immediately, uh, busting out the window and um, potentially structurally ruining this car. Just fucks it. Turn up. one. 
turn one. <laughs> Which begs the question, um, who's a worse race car driver, Sean or Brian? Um, Sean. Has to be Sean. Because Brian was bad. But he wasn't aggressively stupid and arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Like, I feel like, like when he said, I almost had you... I guess he did blow up his car on the first yep. race. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did, he did like completely miss the first launch of the first race. Mm-hmm. It's kind but of tough to say. It's you know, worse. now that I think about it, um, they're two peas in the same pod. Both they're both pretty idiots horrific drivers that love cars but somehow don't know how to drive them like at all <laughs> by the way i would guess uh they would also have just as quick of a uh glow up if you will on how to be good drivers maybe we'll have to see <laughs> because if me- my memory is correct um Brian doesn't do anything to be good. He just is good later in the movie. Yeah. Like I don't know if he practices at all. He like he goes to the he goes to the uh parking lot and like drives in a straight line a bit, but like other than that one time he practices, we don't see like a practice montage or anything. So to be determined on which driver gets better to be faster. Determined. Um but they're both pretty horrendous out the gate. That's fair. But yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty upsetting that turn one into your first race in Japan and you've wrecked someone else's car. It's not looking good. Um, we see a shot of Han, and he's still just snacking, <laughs> emotionlessly snacking. Um, so he doesn't seem to really care either way what's going on. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Han um, has his whole car destroyed, and he doesn't seem to give a shit about that. To be fair, uh, uh, Sean continues on the race, so it's not fully destroyed. It's just been the car's crashed workable. lightly. <laughs> um, but I, if, I'm just saying, if I owned that car, I wouldn't be thrilled. No, I wouldn't be, but uh, he seems to be not upset. He's nonplussed. Um, we see a few more turns. Uh, Sean hasn't crashed it yet. We see the attendants of this race, the uh, spectators, get into an elevator... And then the five minutes is over. Yeah, so seemingly the race is on two different levels of the parking garage, which uh, I'm going to admit is pretty badass. I mean, it, it only makes sense if you go up or down. That's kind of the whole uh, <laughs> the whole appeal of parking garages is that you can go up or down. There's a vertical aspect, so it makes sense, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, dude, start on one, take an elevator up to the rest of the race. It's pretty cool. Pretty badass. <laughs> seems like a good place. Seems like a good place for a street race, but it also seems uh, unlikely that this could happen in any major city without immediately getting uh, busted. Oh, but... <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. It'd be pretty hard to um, pull. Guard, off. how prediction time? How is this race gonna end? Oh, uh, Sean's gonna get his ass beat pretty bad. How many more times do you think he's gonna crash the car? I would say at least twice. At least two more times? Yep. And at the end of this, are we going to have a completely wrecked car or a uh, limping away from it kind of situation? What do you think? I would say... That's a good question. I would say totally... I Just totaled. Totaled. He takes it to the top of the parking garage and just accidentally sends it off. 
Borderline, yeah. I mean, not usable going forward, I would guess. All right. That's a good guess. And what is Han's uh, response going to be to this race where his car that he loaned to a teenager who has committed several crimes in the past, what is his reaction going to be? Hopefully he kills Sean and the movie ends. <laughs> That'd be... Immediately murders him? That would be ideal. <laughs> All right, all right. Those are some big predictions. Well, well now, now that's not that's not my prediction. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying that would be that would be tight if that were to happen. That would be ideal for us. I mean, it wouldn't be ideal for us, then the movie would be over. That'd be but sick. It'd be ideal for any <laughs> audience member that got this far into the movie that was being subjected to this film. They could just walk out after that. Now, prediction okay, wise, I'm going to use context clues here because I know. Again, I've seen this movie once in middle school, so this could be memory or context and, and clues. You know, you know, Guard was uh, was getting his smooch on, so he didn't watch any of it. I never said that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, come on! I was absolutely thrilled to be holding hands with a girl when I was in. I probably went to this in like sixth grade. Oh yeah, that is that is uh, when hand holding is the the most euphoric feeling you've ever felt i thought you know what that's i probably was incredibly distracted by deciding whether or not i should hold a girl's hand at this movie oh dude the t- the the when is the perfect time scary will she, will she be into it will she reject me terrifying yeah so uh, to be fair i could have been um distracted that's true okay sorry by but not getting by smooching hand by hold hand on. holding yeah getting your hand hold on thinking about the potential of smooching in several months if this relationship goes well. <laughs> right way down the road yeah way down the line um anyway anyways or i could be using context clues because i know han and sean are buddies i think later on i think he has to like work off his debt probably that would make sense. That would make sense in a movie where he wrecks a car of someone else and he doesn't have a job because he is a high schooler in Japan. Um, that he'd have to work off his debt somehow. Maybe by doing crimes for the Yakuza? Oh, could be. Maybe. That would be interesting. Um, I have seen this movie and I don't really remember. I mean, I know obviously Han's in the rest of the movie, but I don't really remember what... <laughs> what uh what the relationship is we'll see yeah we will we certainly will well great guard uh before we get the heck out of here do you have uh any other stuff you'd like to talk about dude i had good other stuff and i don't remember what it was and i'm really bummed out about it but um i did just get the delorean lego set and i'm pretty freaking it's exciting it's a good set it's a really good set for uh hooking me up um, did he buy it for you no, or did no, no, he just no, no. start your crippling it's addiction sold, it's sold out everywhere so yeah not opposite of shout out rob for getting me addicted to adult legoing yeah uh, but shout out rob because it's sold out everywhere that i've looked for it and online and rob went to chicago and had them ship one to me oh my gosh well, that's a big shout out he did a lot of work for you to get that yes so huge shout out to rob for that one huge shout out Anyway, um, that's my other stuff. I'll be doing that over the next several days, uh, apart from us going to Nashville. Hey, uh, you're hearing this too late to have a fan meetup, but we were in Nashville if you also live there. 
Maybe maybe we'll tweet something <laughs> for for the <laughs> for, for our one Nashville up. fan. Yeah, I don't. One I person don't could come out and buy us a drink. Nashville that I know of. Well, don't know unless could you be ask. Out there, yeah, could be there. <laughs> we didn't know we had an Australian fan, and now we do. That's true. Shout out. So, shout out. Um, guard. My other stuff is I went to the theater and watched. Uh, Doctor Strange uh, gets mad in the multiverse. I forgot to tell you, I also saw that this weekend. And I, no spoilers, but I liked it quite a bit. Never spoilers. Had a had a great time. It w- was a weird and wild ride, and um, Brianna also quite enjoyed it, uh, who is someone who self-proclaimed it burnt out on superhero stuff so well fair enough um, if, if that's not the highest praise for a superhero movie uh i'm not sure what is i mean yeah that's fair to be burnt out but also exciting she enjoyed this one courtney is not quite burnt out yet i don't think um i don't know if she wanted to go to any of them in the first place but uh she <laughs> does me the kindness of attending marvel movies with me occasionally and she also liked this one uh i believe uh, she also thought it was very bizarre and strange. Dude, it's a weird movie. Strange. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but it's a Sam Raimi movie, and if you know anything about Sam Raimi, he like love he makes a good horror movies, and he like started in horror. And boy, does this movie get spooky and mm-hmm. gory and weird and bizarre. And something I like about this, which is again non spoiler, this movie is um. After everything we've been through in all of the Marvel movies and the TV shows and just the insane amount of shit that's out there, you could like go to this without seeing a bunch of stuff and like get it, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, dude, it's crazy how um, it was crazy how Iron Man gets resurrected and then dies again in this movie. Yeah, and him and. Him and Thor having that like five minute makeout scene. I wasn't into it at first, but like around minute four, yeah. four and a half, like I, I kind of got it. The longer it went on, the it. better it was for sure. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, all that stuff was great. Spoiler, sorry everyone. Oops. So, anyways, um, yeah, I liked it and it was good. And guard, I'll see you in three days. That's true. Six a.m. Oh boy! <laughs> Looking forward to that. Well, guard. Actually, I so little be uh, a little inside baseball. I was supposed to also get in at six a.m., but instead I get in at midnight because oh, my flights got changed. About that. That's brutal, so dude. a night before the night leading into a weekend worth of bachelor party festivities, I get to sleep all night at the Atlanta airport. <laughs> wow, that sounds horrific. Yeah, I bought a neck pillow on Amazon that I'm really banking on it getting here tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm living my life dangerously. Well, I'll be on a plane while you're trying to sleep. I honestly you might be better off than us. We leave at one in the morning. <laughs> Oof. I don't I don't know who comment everyone who's worse off. Um I think both of us are gonna be in for a, a rough, rough weekend. But, uh, yeah, agreed. But hopefully, fun as all well. All the best. All the best ones are a little bit rough, you know. That's true. I I think it'll also be a, quite a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and we will update the audience as we see fit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you live in Nashville, hope I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, do you have any other stuff? 
No, man, that's it. All right, well, uh, that was our show this week. And here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at you. <laughs> <laughs>